It is my truth and I owe it to myself just like you owe it to yourself at the end of every single day, at the end of every single day to be able to have your head hit the pillow and say that you showed up for yourself 110%, that you were truthful to who you are 110%. Hello friends, it's Cassandra and this is the Calm Collective podcast, Soulful. So excited to be back here today. However, I want to take a step back and talk about the initial episode that I had posted about a month ago. I ended up deleting that episode and I want to tell you why. When I posted that, I was coming back with the intention of season two and I was so excited and so motivated to get the podcast rolling again because truly it's a platform that I love so much and I feel so connected to. But the thing is, is when I published that episode, I felt really off and strangely disconnected and anxious I sat with it for a while and kind of told myself that I was over-exaggerating, that I was just feeling a little weird because I had been gone from the podcast for a while and to just breathe into it and give it some space. So that I did, but I'm telling you, I would go back and listen to the episode and I would just feel so disconnected from myself listening to it, almost like cringeworthy a little bit, which is crazy because the episode was fine. It was truthful and it was me just showing up and talking about where I had been. So I journaled about this a lot because for any of you who read my blog, you know that that is like my safe haven and how I tap into my intuition and just tune in with everything going on in my life. And I finally realized, I got to the conclusion that while what I was sharing was very real and very much where I was in that season, I think I was sharing from a place of expectation. Like I owed everyone something. I owed everyone an explanation for why I had been so quiet and why I... Um, had disappeared for a little while, how my heart was feeling. And while I love showing up in that space for you guys when it feels right, I just don't think that that time felt right. I was diving into um, details of a past relationship that like really was such an important milestone. It was such a beautiful lesson for me to learn. And while I didn't speak ill at all, like in any way whatsoever, I think I just wasn't sitting well with the fact that while I was purely sharing my thoughts, I felt like I was just invading someone else's privacy a little bit, and that just didn't sit well with me. Since I am so intuition-based and I take it very, very seriously, I decided to honor everything that was coming up, and I deleted that episode. So today, we're starting from scratch. And I want to talk about something that I think so many humans go through, 
I know I've gone through a total of three, and I just recently had my third. We're going to talk about rock bottoms. So the thing about rock bottoms, I would have to say that after losing a loved one, it's probably one of the most terrifying, unsettling feelings that a human being can go through. It's a really brutal discovery, and at the same time, it's also extremely humbling when you're in it and when you get to the other side. So some of you may have never hit rock bottom. It's also likely that some of you have, but maybe you weren't able to identify the exact emotions of what was happening. I think a lot of times, too, rock bottom can be mixed with feelings of an anxiety attack. And while I wouldn't label rock bottom as one giant anxiety attack, I really feel like it's a little bit more than that, to be honest. It can feel very similar. So at the risk of summarizing such a complex state of being, I'm going to try by saying that to me, it feels like uh, when you hit rock bottom, it feels like there is no way out. So you're pairing that anxiety with a complete feeling of paralysis, both in your body, but also in your mind. And it's like this hole that's so dark that you aren't able to look back or forward and let alone see in the present moment. And if you can get glimpses of the present moment, they're awful. They're really gnarly and they're generally not kind. In one word, I explain rock bottoms as crippling. The good news about rock bottoms and something that I finally discovered in my most recent, I mean it when I say it, it was like this light bulb spiritual moment where I feel like I had thought that I was so connected to my soul, to my intuition, to this planet, to my being, all the lessons I had learned before. And the truth of the matter is that I wasn't. I was still doing these patterns. I was still participating in these patterns that I had been wanting to break for so long. I was still doing some things that were mindless and they were hindering my state of being. And it took one action, one harmless but emotional action for me to get thrown onto the ground and just sob uncontrollably to the point of not being able to breathe, feeling like feeling like the walls were quite literally crumbling all around me. I couldn't even speak on the phone. The most I could do was text my sister and ask for any sort of advice to get out of this bottomless ocean. I was just like, it, it truly, it felt like just treading water, but I had weights on my ankles and I would try to lay down and go to sleep, but like I just couldn't even sleep and my body hurt to be laying down. It was so bizarre. And quite frankly, I, I told you that I've had three. This 
third one felt way more physical and almost like an out-of-body experience than the other two that I was desperate. I was desperate to get to the surface. And it wasn't until it wasn't until I woke up the next day, still out of sorts and feeling the ripple effect of what had happened the day before. It wasn't until I was able to journal and just free journal with reckless abandon and just write without judgment whatever was coming to my mind that I was learning a huge, huge lesson. That lesson happened eight days ago. That rock bottom happened eight days ago. And I can fully tell you that for the past seven days, I have felt different. I have felt a shift. I have felt almost like I was given an IV of just like no BS. I'm, I'm so in this place of releasing anything that doesn't feel authentic. I am in this place of feeling the release of having to apologize or make shifts around who it is that I truly am and what it is that I truly want to show up and say and share in fear that people will say that I'm too woo or that I need to like come back down to earth a little bit. The truth of the matter is, is that it's just, it's who I am. Like at my core, it's who I am and it's what I believe. And I'm here to support and hold space for all of the people around me, boundaries and all. I truly believe that you can still have your boundaries, but you can still hold space for other people and make room for people. And that's all that I ask for in return for the people in my life is that there's just space being held. You don't have to feed into energetically what I'm saying or how I'm feeling, but it is my truth and I owe it to myself just like you owe it to yourself at the end of every single day, at the end of every single day to be able to have your head hit the pillow and say that you showed up for yourself 110%, that you were truthful to who you are 110%. And so isn't it wild that all of this came from hitting rock bottom? I truly believe that when rock bottom hits, something bigger and something better is coming. If you would have told me this in my rock bottom, I probably would have rolled my eyes and not believed a single word because of said paralysis. But now that I'm on the other side of that frame of mind, it really is the most liberating thing. And I hope that I don't go through another one. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But what I do hope is that I can take what I've learned from this most recent, most impactful one and bring it forward into any and all uncomfortable situations when things go wrong and just remember that everything that's handed to us is a lesson. There's a lesson in every single thing that happens to us. 
And when you really embody that, when you really wrap your brain around that, your mind, your soul, your heart, what have you, things just become less scary. You can literally float through transitions and problems. And yes, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Being human is uncomfortable. But being able to float with mindfulness and being so self-aware of what's actually happening instead of playing any sort of victim card, which actually makes rock bottom and any tough situation so much more grueling to go through, you're just given this release. As I've kind of stated before, it's probably no secret that I'm a firm believer that this life is just a compilation of lessons that we're here to learn and to create the fullest human experience possible. Some of us learn really hard lessons. I know I have. And others, some of you guys get minor and far more discreet lessons, and that's okay. I truly believe that neither is bad or good or that we should ever look at someone else's life and say, like, why is their life so easy? That's just not a thing. Each of us are given truly what we can handle. And then I believe that we are supposed to take those lessons to gain a further sense of empathy towards other people and most importantly, towards ourselves. Here's the other thing. I've learned that rock bottom gives you no other real choice than to reach out and to ask for help, whether you could be asking for help within yourself, a trusted person, a friend, or even a professional for therapy. For me, this usually boils down to having a Reiki treatment done. My second rock bottom was when I was introduced to Reiki, actually, and it pulled me out just enough for me to be able to see some light. The same thing happened with this one. Kind of a funny story. I woke up um, on Tuesday morning, uh, the day after the rock bottom occurred, and I had just gotten this new dining table, this round dining table, because I really wanted a place where I could eat that wasn't my coffee table or even my island. I wanted a designated space to eat. What's really funny is that table has actually become just where I journal. I have all of my crystals there and some candles and whatnot. Um, I hardly ever eat there. I usually just have my coffee or my tea or whatever. Um, and I'm still eating at the co- at the coffee table, but that's okay. So I was having coffee and I was attempting to journal Really, I was just scribbling down some thoughts, which is fine by me. And I looked out my window, um, and kitty corner from my window is this place called Genesis Chiropractic. And on the window that kind of goes around the corner, there was little banners saying all the different treatments that they offered. So like acupuncture, chiropractic services, massage, and then on the far end was Reiki. And I was like, interesting, a chiropractor doing Reiki. Like that seems strange, but okay. And I kid you not, within two seconds, I read the word Reiki and I called them and I just basically said, I'm desperate. Do you have anything within the next hour? And they did. So I walked across the street. 
I walked in. Um, I didn't really feel much. I just was still kind of in a numb state. And the woman, um, her name was Dr. Christina Lay. She's fantastic. If you guys live in Chicago, took me back to her room, took me back to this room and it was so serene, so beautiful. She had like a heated bed, um, like a massage table type bed, um, crystals everywhere, diffusers everywhere. It was just really, really calming. And instantly I was just brought right back down. I felt so grounded, still a little uneasy and unbalanced, but that's why I was there. Come to find as we're doing the Reiki, she's taking notes throughout the session, which she told me that she would be doing. Come to find at the end, as she's reading me these notes, she's also a medium. So needless to say, it was just a really clear thought process for me sitting at my window, looking at the chiropractic office, my intuition being like, call them and go me going and getting the most impactful Reiki session and medium session that I didn't ask for that I've had to date. It was so, so lovely. And I remember during the Reiki session, I could just feel myself smiling. It was like kind of bizarre. That actually happens to me often when I do Reiki. I get this like uncontrollable smile and that's really just a side effect of everything coming into balance, all of your chakras coming into balance and feeling aligned and more like yourself, which is great. Um, And then after I left, I just was kind of floating through the day. I started to feel a little bit more grounded. My feet just felt a little heavier on the ground. I wasn't so like floaty and kind of lost in my head thoughts. I had just a better understanding. So that's not to say that everyone should try Reiki. If that's something that's in your your wheelhouse or you can wrap your brain around that and that feels good to you, by all means, you should do it. Energy is energy. It's not that woo, actually. But I also understand that that's just not your thing. I just wanted to share my little experience and how that kind of helped transform my rock bottom into getting back into my authentic self. That journaling can be really helpful. Even just being held by a few of your closest confidants, just like a group text with people that you know will be able to hold loving space for you and not try and like blow your phone up and tell you what works for them, tell you what you should do in that moment. Just almost reaching out and saying, this is what I'm going through. I just needed you to know. And getting that, hopefully getting that response back of like, I love you breathe. So that's, those are my, those are my go-to techniques, I suppose, for the times that I've hit rock bottom. And, you know, that can absolutely apply for when we're in a state of anxiety or just in a gross headspace that just doesn't feel like us. So all this to say, for any of you who might be listening to this because you are in a state of rock bottom, Maybe you've hit one in the past and you're still a little shook by the experience or you have yet to witness one yourself. Just remember that it is not by any means the end, though it is so real for it to feel that way. The opposite is true. It's just the beginning and something really big and beautiful is coming. And it's a lesson that if you allow it, can transform and completely shape the trajectory 
of your life into something freeing that allows you just to float. And if you feel like you're not really sure how to process the aftermath of a rock bottom, to be honest, I don't fully believe that there's really a way, I haven't found a way yet in the midst of a rock bottom to kind of come out of that. I really believe in the saying that the only way out is through. I think you kind of have to just swim through the mud to get to the other side. But it's really important. I really believe that it's really important to get clarity on what happened so that you're able to see what that lesson is. So if you want a little exercise or you'd like to hear how I personally go through that um, transformation to get to the lesson, keep listening. (laughs) I highly recommend finding a place that you can sit that is quiet and peaceful and you feel safe and comfortable grab a journal whether it's the journal that you write in every day maybe it's a brand new one because that feels better to you it could be just a piece of copy paper what have you grab a journal something to write with light a candle I think this is really really important It just, for me, I think ambiance plays such an important role in being able to tap in and to just relax. And before you start to write, just take a lot of deep breaths in until you start to feel like your heart is lighter, your heart rate is slower, and you'll know. You'll know when you're there. And then just start to write. If you need to start with a question to prompt yourself to be able to respond and to start writing, you can write simple things. You can write something as simple as what just happened or what is the lesson I'm learning and then just allow the pen to hit the paper and write and see what comes out. Because the truth is you're never wrong. What comes from your gut and from your intuition is never ever, ever wrong. You have to be able to separate the ego from your intuition. And you know the difference. The ego is heavy and doesn't say nice things. The intuition is light and only wants the best for you. I also only want the best for you. So I hope that this episode was impactful or resonated with any of you who were needing to hear this message or... Um, know someone who might benefit from hearing this message. And as always, I am all ears for any of you who want to participate in a conversation. You can find me over on Instagram at the calm collective underscore or over at the blog, the calm collective.com.